Welcome to the Property Report Podcast. I'm Editor-in-Chief Liam Barnes, and this week I was in Jakarta for the launch of the second annual Indonesia Property Awards. I sat down with two of the awards judges, Todd Lachlan, Country Manager of JLL Indonesia, and Thomas Elliott, CEO of architecture firm PAI Design, to get their thoughts on what's been an unusually slow year for the nation's property market and the evolution of Indonesia's design scene. After a highly successful debut in September this year, the Indonesia Property Awards will be returning in May next year to recognise and reward the biggest and best names in what is arguably one of the region's, if not the world's, most interesting property markets. As members of the judging panel, Tom Elliott and Todd Lucklin have a vast knowledge of the local industry and have both been doing business in Indonesia for some time. Tom relocated to Jakarta from the US 23 years ago and has gone on to work on some of the country's most impressive residences from private villas to luxury condo developments and has also recently completed projects in Singapore, Beverly Hills and Malaysia. Todd Lachlan, originally from New Zealand, has spent the last 20 years traversing the property industry and the globe, spending time in London, Mumbai, Dubai and Beijing, to name just a few. In his role as country manager for leading consultancy firm JLL, he has been involved in some of the more significant commercial property deals in Jakarta over the last five years and has also been integral in introducing high-profile foreign investors into the market. With that in mind, we spoke about the slowdown in Jakarta over the past 12 months, the rise of its luxury residential segment, and what the future holds for a city that could potentially house 30 million people by 2025. So, Tom, you've been living and doing business here in Jakarta for the best part of a decade and a half. Undoubtedly, the the city is you know, barely unrecognisable from well, from what it once was. Yeah. Um, you know, what have been the biggest developments you've seen in terms of the general, you know, in general, the real estate market, and more specifically uh, in terms of the architecture industry here? Well, I think in yeah, in the past twenty years, architecture has uh, here gotten a lot smarter. I think when I first got here, architecture was uh, and design and the quality of the building was simply get as much space as you could get up as cheaply as possible and, and sell it for whatever price you mm-hmm. could get. Because the people that were buying uh, possibly weren't as exposed to the rest of the world, what was available to them. But right. now, people are much smarter. We're talking about green buildings. We're talking about public uh, transit access. We're talking about uh, all kinds of internet connectivity and so forth. So it's a totally different game mm-hmm. than when I, when I first got here. And uh, you know, the real estate market as well has, the pricing of, of units and so forth has caught up and even surpassed a lot of the rest of the world now yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, Indonesia used to be the cheapest thing on the market, but now I have projects here and I'm doing work in Beverly Hills, but the projects here are more expensive than Beverly Hills in the U.S. <laughs> so it's, it's turned itself on its head a little bit, and I think it's because Asia is what's happening right, right. Now. Maybe in the West, or at least in America, things are moving, but it's not like the energy that you, you see here. I mean, in terms of the, the luxury segment, do you think it still has some way to go and it's competing with, with neighboring countries? Well, I think I think Jakarta itself is maybe a bit saturated with, with apartments high in condos and so right. forth, honestly. We've got a few towers going up right in town, right in the middle of town. And, um, I think people are interested in trying to take advantage of this upswing, but um, frankly, I think it's if you haven't been, you're not selling now. You might have been a little bit late. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, so I think the, the 
luxury market in terms of condo and so forth needs to cool off possibly a little bit it may see a little bit of correction myself I mean I'm speaking of as a designer mm-hmm. here, but but I just see a lot of products so I think suddenly we're going to have too many things on the market and so we're going to see that prices aren't going to be jumping up right. like they had last five years ago yeah, sure. things have doubled more than doubled and sure. so I, we're not going to see that anymore but private residences and so forth uh, on that that radar, if you will, there's still people here very, very interested in spending a good deal of money. They feel very confident about Indonesia, mm-hmm. even though things have slowed down. But private residences, people have big budgets, and they're willing to spend for that. So right. they have a showcase for themselves because they're confident about Indonesia. And I think there's a good reason. Yeah. I mean, is, that, is, is that something you've, you've seen as well, Tom? Sure. I mean, as I Tom was saying, I mean, the market's probably doubled in price or maybe in some cases tripled in price for, for luxury condos over that mm. period. Um, we've probably peaked for Is this, that, is that for throughout cycle. Jakarta then? Or? That's Jakarta. I mean if you're looking yeah. at and I think that one of the things that's driving the apartment market is the, the price of the landed housing market. Right. So as Tom rightly says there's a lot of people that want still want a house, still want to build a very high end house. Mm-hmm. Even if you look the next tier down, you know the price of say Mentang or Sunapati, Kondakenda right. wherever it might be has perhaps gone up three to four times over that period. Mm-hmm. So then you're saying, well, if I can't access or can't afford a house, particularly if you're maybe the next tier down, not the very, very high end, then you're looking at an apartment. Right. And that, you know, the city has been horizontal, it's now going vertical. Yeah. You add to the congestion every day that you a new car gets bought. Yeah. The roads aren't going up quick enough. Public transport's starting to catch up, but it's nowhere near you know, enough. So all of that drives people into sure, wanting to be closer sure. to work. So I mean, you know, it fundamentally means that there's a long-term story here, but in terms of the market cycle, we're probably a consolidation correction phase mm-hmm. while things sort of get absorbed into the market while the product that's already been launched, sold, and on, on its way to being completed gets absorbed and then we move through to the next next phase, I guess, of development. Yeah. But it's it's very much a long-term 15, 20, 25, 30-year growth story in Jakarta as the city has to go vertical like any other major Asian sure. city or any other city in the world. Um, but in the meantime, we've got to figure out some uh, pretty big challenges around infrastructure, public transport, road networks, you know, all sorts of other things. And that's something that I guess, uh, you know, the, the local uh, regional councils are dealing with, obviously the federal government's dealing with over time. Yeah, I mean, I guess one of the one of the biggest um, developments is, well, has, has been the start of uh, construction of the MRT. Sure. Um, I mean, what, you know, what sort of impact do you expect that to have on the market? I mean, will it, you know, will it result in the emergence of, of, of new neighbourhoods? And, and if so, which, you know, which areas do you expect to see um, kind of rapidly develop? Yeah, I think if you look at other parallels like Bangkok, Shanghai, uh, even more mature locations like Singapore, Hong Kong, mm-hmm. when they've uh, rolled out uh, MRT systems, it's made a huge impact. Hotel market, on the residential market, on the yeah. office market. Of course, here you're talking about one line north to south. Mm-hmm. So in the short term, once it opens, it'll have some impact. And that's, that's due for completion in 2018? Yeah, late. I'd say if you had the, tr- the first train rolling in probably early 19, I would have right. fully tested and ready to go. Okay. I mean, that's what my gut feel would be. I mean, certainly it's on schedule construction-wise, but there's still a hell of a lot of work to be done. Um, and in this town, it's not easy to get that done. Um, but let's, let's assume it happens before the end of the decade mm-hmm. and it's voluntary operating. You know, you've got second phase, third phase, that's all going to have to happen over time. Once the network's in place, it changes the city. In the short term, 
it does change some locations certainly. So if you're living and working uh, and staying in, in one sort of, you know, or partying or whatever it might be in one location, that makes it much easier if you're, if you're, if you're on an MAT to go down or up the city and still go uh, and still be able to operate without a, a massive traffic jam ahead of you. But it doesn't solve the city's transport problems, no, but it goes a step towards it. I mean, Tom, have you, have, you know, have you seen, do you agree with that? I mean, have you seen, or are you working on projects maybe further afield or in areas that perhaps a few years ago weren't desirable? Well, I, I can say with some personal experience, property in Chiputa, which is very far down south, uh, was really nothing for mm-hmm. quite a long time. And now there's going to be an MRT station. Mm-hmm. Suddenly all that land has doubled. <coughs> sure. And the planning and so forth, everybody's very interested for the node around the station right there. So yeah, I think, I think this is just, it's sort of a common growth for any big city that these nodes are going to be important because people are going to value the fact that they have the ability to get into the center of town. So Jakarta's just going through that sort of normal growth spurt that many cities go. Now Jakarta, I think, is 15 million... Keep, uh, 15 million officially, but actually maybe yeah. 20 plus million. I mean, it's one of the biggest cities in the world. Sure. It is one of yeah. the biggest yeah. cities in the world. So unofficially, maybe actually even 25 million. Look at it. So all this has to come together. Yeah. Um, it's, and uh, when it does, yeah, we'll have a. I think we'll have a real city. As I say, it's it's changed quite a lot. Yeah. I mean, is is this something that you're seeing kind of the the new generation or the, the next generation really being aware of as well and kind of taking up the mantle in terms of developing the city? In in your kind of two fields, are you kind of seeing um, a lot of kind of excitement in, in terms of that? I think so. I mean, um, you know, I guess if, if we get any city in the world, it's the young generation, yeah. the new generation that comes out of university, that comes into the job market, that, that wants to make an impact. So there's a lot more awareness as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Brought, a lot of the... Um, I guess more talented have gone overseas, taken um, yeah, degrees from mm-hmm. US, UK, yeah. Australia, where it might be. Yeah, exactly. um, so that's and that's impacting the design market. It's impacting the way you know, the planners think, the way everybody thinks, uh, and that will continue to be the case. You know, there's some really interesting thinking around what they call TOD, which is transport oriented development, right, which okay. is like you have a, yeah. like a node, a train station where you have pedestrianised the area. You put multiple uses in there so people can live there. They can, you know, uh, overseas business can stay in the hotel, the office space, all, all of that. Retail all happens from in one right. particular area. The council's given increased plot ratio in those it's, locations. It's kind of similar model to, I guess, what you see in, in, in Singapore. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's for you, Shanghai, Singapore, Hong Kong, wherever you, you know, wherever you, in Asia, sure. uh, wherever you've seen that, that's absolutely the model. And it, will, and it has to be, I mean, in, as Tom said, like 25 million Greater Jakarta, and that includes the five cities. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's to say in 10, 15 years it's not 30 million or 35 million? I mean, it's a phenomenal number of people to house, yeah, to you know, find workspace, to move around. As they get wealthier, they start to think about things like, um, you know, from a motorbike to a car, <laughs> you know, from yeah. one car to two cars, mm-hmm. to from a, um, you know, a small house to a big house, from a small apartment to a big apartment, you know, schooling, hospitals, you name it. I mean, it's yeah. just got so much potential for all of us I think okay to, to wrap things up one of the, well, what I want to kind of get your opinion on it is this luxury tax that was uh, being discussed I mean correct me if I'm wrong but it's uh, the idea is to introduce 20% on uh, luxury tax on properties valued at more than is it 2 billion Indonesian rupiah and super luxury tax of 5% on or more than that 
Yeah, that's not correct, actually. Oh, um, sorry. But it could easily have been one of and the press saying. releases that you've seen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and that's the one of the issues around the tax. So, yeah, I mean, this, this is ongoing confusion of, uh, yeah. around. Yeah. This is an ongoing discussion. Yeah. Actually, um, so. so, I mean, there's, a, there's always been a luxury tax. So, uh, make, that, make that clear, I guess. Right. Uh, there's been a legacy luxury tax on property. Um, above a certain size and above a certain price, the 10 billion threshold was was in place, and right. it was a, anything above 150 square metres. Um, the compliance levels perhaps weren't as high as they could have been. Um, I think there's been some push to get that complied with, mm-hmm. and then there's been a talk of uh, actually reducing the threshold uh, for the super luxury tax, which is five percent. I would say, as of today, we haven't got absolute clarity on where it'll finally end up, but what it has done has put a lot of people off buying right. that type into the market and, all, and it's taken a lot of the confidence out of the market and probably at the same time the economy's weakened and we've had a bit of a double whammy effect. Yeah. We will get through it but it's um, something we hope we can see some clarity on. Yeah, speaking from the design side uh, this whole luxury tax I am currently working on apartment projects and it throws the design yeah, of sure. this of these projects into complete disarray because we don't actually know what to design to. Mm. We designed to 150 square meter, do we design to a price of 10 billion, which one is our limit so that we can actually entice buyers to come mm-hmm. in. But, so even from our point of view, the developer is also unsure what, yeah. what price are they, they going. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, as you say, the owners are unsure too. Okay, so everybody's gonna wait. Sure. Is there any idea when there'll be some confirmation on it? Or? No, and in fact there was an article in the, in uh, wasn't media as, as such it was a press release so there was a something in the Deutsche Bank I got a Deutsche Bank daily update you right, know, from okay. the analysts and they were like yeah I mean we like, we look forward to seeing some clarity on the luxury tax <laughs> well we're looking forward to that for a while lads so yeah. I, I don't know um, but I think the, um, the La Hood and uh, Pala Hood and um, Pachikawi and all these sort of big boys are hitting it around and trying to, uh, trying to make sure it gets all that but it's just it's been Six to nine months of uncertainty, really, probably longer. Right. Well, it's been yeah. quite a negative. Yeah, it is driving this, this sentiment down, mm. for sure. Yeah. Everybody we talk to, they want to wait. Okay, let's figure out, figure out the tax. Why pay 30% on top of yeah. the price or what? Because the numbers are pretty scary. You've got 10% of VAT, mm-hmm. 20% of super luxury tax, another 5% buyer's tax, and 5% seller's tax. I mean, who wants to buy with 40% on top? Yeah, it's actually 40 or 45%. Yeah, I mean, it's it, just crazy. So what's going on with the with the um, amendments to the foreign ownership laws? Then I mean, is that kind of is that being put on the back banner as a result of this? No, I mean, no, the conversations run parallel. Right. Okay. And they sometimes confuse and cross over. Yeah. Um, but I think that's also something that's um, has some momentum. Um, it's certainly nothing that's been finalised. Nothing's uh, been finalised. with I mean, the bigger impact in terms of market impact mm-hmm. for that change in legislation allowing foreigners, if they can ultimately do it, be Bali. Right. Sure. Because. The demand's already there in Bali, mm-hmm. and it's not been satisfied by the current structure. If you regularise that, allow local banks to lend against it, mm-hmm. you allow people to have their own name on the title, then you instantly unlock a, unlock a, unlock a market that has previously sure. been un, below the radar. Yeah. Okay. So that's the big change, I think. Yeah. Jakarta, yeah, at certain points in time, it's an interesting place to invest. Um, so you think maybe, you know, let's say this time next year, everything will be, uh, hopefully, be a little clearer, yep. be in the right direction? Sure. I would think I'm so. hoping as well. We're seeing a little bit of movement in certain directions, so it's finalized. That's what's yeah. Of course, for us as well, making it difficult. Mm. All right. 
Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks very All much right. for, uh, for your time. Cheers. been listening to the property report podcast you can find us online at property-report.com on facebook at asia property report and on twitter at property underscore report our theme music is hot swing by kevin mcleod licensed under creative commons